Episode 307 of the Sound Studs Podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my uh, diabolical co-hosts, Peter and Jake. That's right, Kurt. Uh, this week, our low-key edition of the cast is the Outsomnia Edition. Uh, we've found the cure for those who can't sleep. If you're insomnia, just go outside. Go, go out. Just- out just somnia. leave somnia. Everyone, everyone just needs to leave. If you can't that's sleep, all it is. Just, that's all it's ever been. Just go to Insomnia bed. Insomnia is not a location. <laughs> <laughs> no, somnia is a country. They have pirates. Oh, yeah. Somnian pirates. Wasn't that what that uh, Tom Hanks movie was based off of? The Somnian, exactly. the somnian pirate? Yes. He said, I, look at me. I'm asleep now. <laughs> Yeah, he put them to sleep. They didn't. Those weren't guns. Those were uh, melatonin cannons. <laughs> <laughs> they were melatonin dealers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the, um, the 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 sleep the sleep fairy or whatever put the the eye boogers in your eyes. Sandman. Sandman. Sleep fairy. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> if you can't tell by my voice, I'm fucking out of it today. <laughs> Oh boy, as as always, we're coming at you live. Now this is a little bit different. We're actually going to be, you know, adding in our, our uh, splicing our recordings together afterwards, which is rare. We never do that because we're always together. We're always live. Never has been done. Um, and and Pete and Kurt is one high <clears throat> At some point during this recording, they're going to shrink down to the size of uh, several atoms and go inside of my body, and they have thirty six minutes. And there will be a counter at the top of your screen, so we're, you know, be, be wary of that. Uh, to find the cold that is attacking my body and blow it up with, uh, you know, you know patent-pending cold rays uh, that will destroy them, and it will make me much better. Billy May is here with the new Weirdly cold enough. Ray. Weirdly enough, that is not the first Fantastic jo- Voyage joke that has been made on the show when one of us has been sick. We are recycling old material. We gotta, you know, with this many episodes, sometimes you're gonna get, you get repeats. Th- you, you get past 300 episodes, yeah. what's old is new again. The <laughs> inner space jokes are coming back. Yeah. Nature is healing. Yeah, so Brad Grammer is going to rise from the grave. <laughs> and we have 36 <laughs> minutes to go inside his body. <laughs> and put it back down again. <laughs> so I've got some knockoff vitamin water uh, from Costco, and it is chock full of vitamin C, hoping this heals my ailment, and a shit ton of ibuprofen. And I like to think that, like, the knockoff vitamin water, it's like, it has vitamin C, but it's like the Portuguese C with the little, with the little S under it. <laughs> vitamin C. <laughs> You know, I feel like knockoff vitamin water might contain significantly more vitamins than actual it, vitamin water. It might. Water. Who knows? Probably Kirkland doesn't fuck around. Is, I don't know who that is, wait. but they don't fuck around. Well, Kirkland like, vodka comes from the same uh, bottling plant that Grey Goose yes. comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just... So, if, the, if Pepsi is to Coke as, as vitamin water is to mineral water... Is that what? fair I think that's to say? how that works. I don't think that's necessarily I don't fair think, to say. They're not. I don't think if you put water vitamin water thing, and mineral water together, water. do they cancel out? Like, 
<laughs> Are you suggesting that if you put Coke and Pepsi in a cup together, you get water? Has anyone ever done it? I've never done it. <laughs> yes, we did it in engineering statistics. Wait, we did? I yes. <laughs> they kept that in, from me. In Steer's engineering statistics class, there was a uh, a survey lab where uh, you there was like a mixed... You'd ha- he had like Coke, Diet Coke, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and it was a, a blind taste test. And a couple of them were combinations of the Coke and Pepsi together, which actually the combo of all the Diet Cokes and Diet Pepsis mixed together scored highest in the taste test. So take that for what you will. <laughs> it, just has, it has the most, the most cola. The most cola. I, well, it makes sense to a certain degree, right? Because if you prefer Coke to Pepsi... You know, it's got something for everyone, and there you'll you'll get the taste of either, I guess. And somehow we've looped around to our conversation earlier this week, in which I realized that my vanilla Coke was not a uh, soda at all, but in fact was a phosphate because it had phosphate in it instead of soda, like soda water. Um, it was a vanilla phosphate, which is something that like soda jerks in the fifties would make. That's like how an egg cream doesn't have egg or cream in it. Um, <laughs> It's it's chocolate with soda water. Jeez, oh, it's like a fucking yoo-hoo. I I've Actually, been really wanting. I like you. I've been really wanting to try the Pepsi Nitro. What is this? Is that just is that like Coke Mat? Like the what was it? Um, Max, where they just put extra caffeine. No, in so Nitro, like they literally like jumped on the bandwagon of like Nitro beers and Nitro cold brews, <laughs> and they just added a Nitro ball to Pepsi. I don't know if they changed anything with the formula, but what? Yeah, it's it's, I, it's bonkers. Here it is. I see um, nitro Pepsi vanilla draft cola. Apparently, it's tastes like a like a Pepsi um, uh, like float, like a little Pepsi. It's like a creamier Pepsi, which the creamier. Okay. Not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, who demanded this to come into existence. I don't know, well, but I think got, my Royal Farms is out of it. To complete with, uh, they have, they got to compete with Coke Starlight. I Two guess bucks for thirteen and a half ounce can. What I'm is, guessing this is their checkout fridge price. What is a uh, what is Starlight? I I saw that also. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That just so, the flavor? so you take a cosmic crisp apple and you juice it, and that's what it is. No, no additives needed. <laughs> so we don't know. So Peter and I spent the better part of uh, Tuesday, I think it was, trying to figure mm-hmm. out what it tasted like from reviews. Um, the most accurate description we were able to get was from Kaylee, who had it and liked it, and she describes it as tasting like wild berry cotton candy. Which is less than helpful, but uh, I mean, I like cherry coke. So, like, I mean, sure. <laughs> so do I. I, I don't berries? know what one has to do with the other. Well, if it's like wild berry, it's like okay, maybe it's in the similar vein mm-hmm. of like berries mixing with coke. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to try. Kurt, let's we'll go out on a on a taste quest tomorrow. I'll yeah, take well, your I'm, lunch. Well, I'll peanuts and Pepsi. <laughs> I will Let's hijack your we... car for lunch and we'll go find a Coke Starlight. Yeah, apparently this is also a thing. Peanuts in, in Pepsi or Coke. 
Well, what is this? Pepsi and Lance peanuts well, what's pie? The, what's the purpose of it? You can make a pie like, out of it? It's like a... Is it to like aerate the fucking coke? No, it's it's like sweet and salty. Like you put it in for the taste. Yo, know, the the name of this website is Taste of Southern. <laughs> that's where I got this peanuts and Pepsi pie. Well, that sounds like get some your, shit. Get that... your peanuts out of my coke. <laughs> hey, South, coke out of my are peanuts. you okay? <laughs> Did anybody check on the South? They they thought that uh, the Midwest was getting. They were getting too too ahead of the game with like their Snickers pie and all that. Wait, jazz. I'm sorry. I am seeing a Cracker Jack cross Pepsi drink. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Cracker. Jack. I guess this was a uh, a specialty item released for the 2021 MLB postseason. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I like, know that it was ever it almost, sold in stores. On one level, stores. it almost works. I'm like, okay, caramel Pepsi. Okay. But does a Pepsi but like, have put peanuts? There's other the shit in Cracker Jacks. <laughs> there's like peanuts. Does it come with a toy? <laughs> Corn. And toffee. Peanuts, toffee. <laughs> mm, I, I want there to be the holes at the bottom. Like you get to the bottom and you like, you just choke on a on an unpopped popcorn you ever seed. Crunch on your Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy Pepsi was high on my list of beats. Thank you. Hey, if Nitro is the creamy, is Cracker Jack Pepsi the crunchy? Crunchy. I guess so. You have to mix them together now. Get to the, like how this. much does There's the Cracker Jack cross Pepsi? Is it also two dollars for a thirteen ounce can? How much am I going to get milk dry for this? And there's the little like paper thing in the bottom. Where you have to unfold to get your sticker or whatever the shit. Yeah, you get your your secret surprise in the bottom. Hell yeah. This is. It's this kind of shit that makes me want to stop drinking lean and start drinking thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's been a new uh, little TikTok update. There's been a, a spree of, of people commenting, like, ruthlessly on these on these TikToks of, like, like there'll be an information TikTok of, like, hey, did you know this? And then somebody it's will be like, Is it the cool. skeletons? Cool, here's the recipe for lean. And then they'll list out the recipe for lean in the comments. Or cool, here's a recipe for brownies. I mean, like, lean's only, like, four ingredients. Yeah. You got your Sprite, you got your Jolly Lancer, and you got your uh, Promethazone. People are spreading it. It's on, like, every other TikTok comment section. Try to make lean once. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mixed results. Maybe I was wondering, will that get my get rid of my cold? <laughs> Would lean get rid of your cold? Google will. Oh fuck you, phone! No, I did not activate you. You can't say that. You said the funny Google word. <laughs> will lean get rid of my cold? Let's see. If you drink I enough, mean, it's it will. cough syrup. Yeah, if you drink enough, you won't have any health problems anymore, except from a mild case of death. Yeah. As you as you do that, I am currently being subjected to um, the the PF Chang turning red tie-in. They are, well, that was inevitable. That's a slam dunk marketing. Yes, that's their it's right their there. kids meal, I guess. Because I guess Chang Express has has it. Uh, Panda Express. Sorry, I had my wrong Chinese chain restaurant. I never. I don't go to either of them, so I wouldn't know. Like, why would you? Who who's gonna spend the time to make a national Chinese chain 
when there already exists the chain that is Golden Jade Walk Tortoise Dragon Kitchen. Is walk. that a chain? That sounds like the most... Uh... Most it specialty. is a chain in that if you if you string all the words together domino style, you can connect every Chinese restaurant in America. Like you take the there first is, word of one f- and the last word of another, you put them together. There's a fifty. It, yeah, it's the Chinese restaurant centipede. Um, there, everyone knows there's a fifteen word pool that your Chinese restaurant is allowed to pull from for its name. Wordle, but you can only use the na- names <laughs> that you find in Chinese restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> We call it chortle. Uh, so no, lean will not get rid of a cold, even though it has cough medicine in it. Well, cough medicine doesn't get rid of a cold, it gets rid of a cough. Yeah. Or like Sudafed or congestion now stuff. Now if you put peanuts in your lean, that Now, make- <laughs> meth might, because it's made from Sudafed. Yeah. Um, if I... If I uh, if I be positive, try some meth. How how how, how important is teeth retention? Apparently, to you? apparently a positive. Not really. I mean, I like blended stuff a lot. So like, <laughs> I I saw a girl like mix chicken and water and blend it up and try to drink that, and she didn't like it. But I I bet I would like that. Yeah. That's just that's just pink slime. Well, I would like, season it probably too. The, you can cut. You get that coming out of a tube. <laughs> Remember when everyone was fucking freaking out about the pink slime and the McDonald's whatever? Silly Just, It's meal prep right there. Yeah. It's efficient is what it is. Why doesn't anyone make chicken balls? Just like balls of, of processed chicken meat. I bought that, that at Costco. What popcorn chicken is? That's what meatballs are. Chicken meatballs. I mean, your popcorn chicken. Bad. You also got that too. You got that too. Oh, I thought that was like... They put chicken in a microwave and it like popped like. Psh. And now you got you me can. thinking of uh, of my favorite reheat my favorite fake reheatable food, <clears throat> um, uh, round meal. Round round meal. meal? Oh, oh, let me uh, let me send that link over. I've heard of meals and I've heard of round worms. Round meal. Macaroni oh and God. Protein what? blasted. Boil in a bag? No. <laughs> Open and serves three men. Well, obviously this does not actually exist. <laughs> That's hilarious. Fresh. It's not even. <laughs> not even. <laughs> requires no uh, refrigeration. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Just yelling "fresh," <laughs> slapping a sticker on the side of it, proclaiming it's fresh. That's not that's not how it works. <laughs> Photoshopping very poorly a sticker that says it's fresh though is a hundred percent how it works. Yeah. That's how you know it's fresh. Fresh. And you know how we stay fresh. By uh, talking power about pine saw, I mean tray watch. <laughs> tray watch. Fifteen minutes into the show, we got tray watch. We <laughs> had to talk about lean and peanuts. Oh, we had peanuts, man. What even kicked off? You know what? It's not important. Let's not rehash the last 15 minutes of how we got from wherever the fuck we were talking about to round meal. All I got to say about that is just I love America. Like our trailer for I love America. A very French trailer for an America. This is going to slide nicely into the DMs of all the Mamma Mia lovers out there as it is a story of an older woman. And her quest to find love. Yes. Uh, 
which essentially is what that movie was about. So uh, uh, Peter is uh, the provocateur, the uh, the creator, I guess, of the term mom movie. And this is a uh, a mom movie, if ever a mom movie were to exist. Perhaps. See, it's even got that nice little sprinkle of, like, they speak French. So it's like, ooh, amps up the sexiness. Fancy, and the fancy, fancy French film. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're speaking French. Going on Tinder. Um, Older French woman complains about internet dating. The movie. Watch this one when your date ghosts you for the third time this week. Yep. Yeah, this is uh, definitely something we'll review. Um, I think we're all on. Hundred percent. She goes from uh, yeah. This is as as some of the comments say. This is this is what happens when you turn live laugh love into a movie. Like you. Like you jam it into a film reel, you press between two film reels, <laughs> and what comes out of the, from the poster is is this, because um, like she's in America, but she has like her like I don't know um, sassy sassy young guy friend who who is like I I, I don't know I don't know I'm confused. Yeah, so step one, come to America. Like step two, dispose of values. Step three, become a garden tool. Step four, embrace the wine-guzzling, no-kids-cat-mom life. I'm a strong, so brave. Ah, well. Um, yeah, people are, like, really fucking hating on this movie. Like, there's, there's, a mo- there's a comment that just says simply, movies have become horrible. Like, this is where you draw the line. <laughs> this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. This movie... There's also a guy who uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven comments from the bottom uh, commented first. <laughs> so uh, somebody is just pure internet wee baguette. Okay, I don't know. I don't know about this guy. There's if we're talking about comments, there's this one guy. Uh, James Charles the first, I guess. James Charles is the first one. Just I don't. He's just here. I don't know why he's here, because uh, he doesn't. Uh, he's just sort of floating around. Uh, he says, "I think this pandemic has taught people the importance of multiple streams of income. Unfortunately, having a job doesn't mean security. Rather, having different investments is the real deal." I think he commented on the wrong video. <laughs> is he <laughs> too? Is he a financial advisor? Um, yeah, lost YouTubers. <laughs> or slash lost YouTubers. Um, next up, we got a trailer for Men. And uh, we we saw this, the teaser for this before. And uh, I, I drew, drew a comparison to uh, Turtle Dreams from Best of the Worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the full trailer. And yep, this uh, sure is an A24 movie. Yeah, I didn't realize it was by the same people who made Annihilation. Um, and what was the other one that they had mentioned? Oh, Ex Machina. Um, so it's going to be a little odd. It sure does look like fucking weird, blurring the line between like psychosis and what's like really happening. Mm-hmm. It's a it's the it's the surreal stuff. Yeah, you know, it's from the from the uh, studio that brought you X earlier this month. Comes Men. Yeah. We'll get the Wolverine. It's not. It's uh, not Fox <laughs> later. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's gonna be spooky. It's gonna be scary. It looks well shot. 
Yeah, I mean, Ex Machina was a good movie. Annihilation, I never saw, but people liked it. <clears throat> yeah, Annihilation had one of those, like, niche, um, like, fan bases, because, like, the book was pretty well-known and pretty well-liked. Um, I don't think it translated that well into a movie, to be honest. Um, but it did have some pretty uh, crazy scenes. Crazy taxi. Yeah. I, um, you know, this movie combined with, with other other English horror movies, you know, I'm going to go over there and I'm just, I just need to dodge every like little Lond- English uh, township. Like I, you want to go to Shrensleydale? Like, nah, dude, I'm going to get murdered there. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I saw I'm Trolls. There's going to be some I weird will. cult that's going to like, they're going to draw me in and murder me on a fucking stone. I'm uh, I'm going to stick to London, thank you. <laughs> nothing bad has ever happened in London. Yeah, nothing ever bad happens there. Oh, look, another guy <laughs> died mysteriously in Shelfordshire. <laughs> yeah, if Hot Fuzz has taught me anything, it's to stare clear of the small English town. Now, what's this giant wall of missing person reports? Oh, just has anyone ever found it weird crime. that the crime rate in this town is so low, but the accident rate is so high? <laughs> Everybody just takes a tumble out in the Shire. What happens? Um, can we just pit, f- can we pit like the small town English cults against each other? Like, there's just rov- you know, every five miles, there's just a pack of druids hiding under a church somewhere. You we just, just need to have need- them fight and compete in like I don't know, Big Brother. That's, Gladi- the, that's no. the British reality show, right? I think that's a, it might have been based on a British show, but that that's definitely an American uh, trash TV institution. But I agree, Peter. And it being March, the spirit of March Madness, I propose a 64 English township bracket. <laughs> <laughs> we have the purge. Well, I, it's you, a free-for-all. They do things a little more structured in England. Get your five... Uh, five best cultists together, and we'll be in neutral territory. We'll we'll go real old school. We'll, we'll send them to Rome. We'll send them to the Colosseum. Oh, <laughs> and they they can duke it out. Yeah, this is a move. Yeah, and we can get Scotland in it too, so the get duked folks can. Yeah, everyone who's they're all all the people who are angry about Brexit. You'd be like, hey, you guys want to go back to the European Union? If we got away, we'll we'll get you over there. And we'll do what the Roman Empire couldn't in a thousand years of conquest. <laughs> Get those damn Brits. <laughs> if you are a uh, movie studio executive and are interested in purchasing the script to this as of yet untitled motion picture idea, please email SaturnStuds at gmail.com for your business inquiries. I'm Thank going you. to call it, I'm naming this movie... The sheer gall. <laughs> Jake can't handle it. Jake couldn't take it. He's he's over there dying. I, the I sheer mixed, gall. Uh, I mix a cough with a little bit of aspirated spittle. So it's going real good over here, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad we all know the word aspirated. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I have it's a verb for it now because it happened to me all the time. I'm like, what did I just do? I can't live. I can't be trusted by myself, or else I'll literally cursed. accidentally unalive myself. 
Well, in honor of that, Jake, I'm going to stick you with where the crawdads sing. <laughs> yeah, shit, dude. I don't know. With a little Marsh girl. Stan Marsh's sister is uh, going around killing people. Um, lives in a bayou. Some shit. They don't like her because she's a, she she's a Marsh yourself. girl. She's a jungle girl. <laughs> you go up to the you live a way out yourself. yonder where the crawdads sing. I, I can't take this movie seriously because whenever I hear the word crawdad, I think of the league and Andre's character, the crawdad. <laughs> He's got to keep them separated. He's... Yeah, I don't. I, I guess what this like girl is uh, kind of, you know, made fun of her entire life for, I don't know, being poor or some shit. <laughs> Not wearing <laughs> shoes. Being a fucking swamp creature is what she's being made fun of. And, uh,. Which is totally valid. You can bully people only if they are swamp creatures. My guess is this one guy comes out of nowhere and is like, hey, girl, I want to show you my crawdad. And she, I don't know, probably accidentally kills him. <laughs> or something else. I don't know. All these single craw children with, with absentee crawdads. Yeah, that's really sad, isn't it? God Bring damn the craw it. families back together. <laughs> Make America cry again. <laughs> we do need more crawdads. I've I've always wanted to go to a crawdad broil. Give me some some give me, crack open a Bud Light and have some <laughs> corn, some steamed corn. As they dump and, out a trough of various uh, crustaceans, yeah. corn, and potatoes. <laughs> How man was supposed to eat <laughs> via trough? None of this plates. No, none of that. No, I want. Trough and shales. It's the same trough that they used at the for urinal trough at the Ren Fair a couple yeah. weeks ago. But they rinsed they, it out. Yeah, it's they okay. rinsed it out. Yeah, no, they they splished around <laughs> in the they bayou. They coated it in Old Bay. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like seasoning a cast iron pan. You don't really want to use soap on it because that'll really <laughs> you'll start tasting the soap. You gotta build up, <laughs> you gotta up build the layers. A, a layer of flavor. You had rich patina of urine. There. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you hire uh, you hire uh, Guy Fieri Bear, and brings it over Bear, to Flavor Bear Town Bear to season and Guy Fieri collabed on this one. <laughs> rich rich patina sounds like a fucking. Uh, Used Bro. car salesman. That is rich my name. That's me as a Columbo villain. I would be <laughs> rich, rich Patina. Patina. <laughs> That's amazing. Crawdads. So I don't know. It's a murder story, and uh, everybody suspects the Marsh just, girl. Just one more thing, officer. One more thing before I go. Now you say you got a crawdad, but where's your craw mom? You're very observant, Mister Columbo. I personally blame Columbo for the rise of the conspiracy theory movement in this country. Yeah. Because he described all his hunches as theories, which devalued the term from its scientific origin. So now anyone thinks that they can have a theory and it be valid because they have a crazy hunch. So Columbo is why America is ruined. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. My conspiracy theory for this movie is actually a uh, kaiju movie. Uh, in disguise and okay. at the end her craw mother uh, comes out of the swamp and attacks the village and she's like this 40 foot tall craw mom shrimp looking motherfucker going snip snip and she's like mom craw mom 
Don't get crappy with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scared to click on the Columbo dimension. Please do it. It's a it's an Elden Ring monster actually. Is it a crawdad? Elden Ring. Left it. <laughs> what the fuck is this, Peter? <laughs> I uh, I'm trying to piece together this uh, artifact that Peter sent me. Oh, that's a cute basset hound. Yeah. I'm. Oh no, it's, it's an evil well, basset it's hound. It's that. Uh, col- I, this this uh, comment sums it up perfectly. Well, you see, this glass eye of mine is one actually one of the Millennium items. <laughs> You're gonna play a shadow game, Yugi boy. <laughs> Columbo rated most likely to play a shadow game with his victims, uh, beating it narrowly, beating out the uh, protagonist of Psych. Sean. Yeah. James Roday. Oh yeah, that is a large. Uh, Crustacean uh, that's fighting this Elden Ring man. It's fighting an Elden Lord. Yeah, that's I think an, I that's saw an that Elden in Lord. The, in the, Mr. In the, the, the Mr. Zoidberg view. over here. Yeah. Why not Zoid? John Zoidberg. John fucking Zoidberg. So, uh, speaking of multiversal movies, um, which which Were one we? Of- <laughs> <laughs> we are not baby oh uh which one of these everything everywhere all at once trailers did you watch <laughs> neither <laughs> they oh did i didn't have- realize they were both yeah because we already saw the trailer so i didn't bother but i didn't realize that they released two different trailers uh yeah they title i think they're titled the same thing too yeah they, they are literally titled, the same, titled the same thing but neither of them contained the word trailer therefore i did not watch it because oh. the segment's called tray watch well, not featurette watch it's on movie clips trailers so we'll give it one and uh, i don't know it's it's continuing with like the, the craziness and i had a i had like a premonition i don't know if premonition is the right word but i'll call it that I think in 20 years, we're going to look back at, like, the early 2020s, and we're going to be like, why the fuck was there so many multiverse movies? Because, like, DC's going to have one, Marvel's going to have them all, this movie's coming out, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some more, like, lower budget multiverse shit. You know, the Spider-Verse. Back in 1985, there was a comic that came out called Crisis on Infinite Earths, and it sold a lot. Ever and there was a TV show that of... came out around the same time called Quantum Leap. <laughs> so I think... old is new again. I think this time <laughs> is going to be defined by the multiverse stuff, and uh, this Asian lady is going to be at the forefront of it. Just doing her thing, doing her Asian lady things. I don't know, this trailer really didn't give much, but a couple extra new scenes. Her as a hibachi chef. We're just going to leave you out on the limb. Kung Fu Grandmaster. Call center lady. (laughs) You know, the works. Uh Uh-oh, did he freeze? He may have frozen. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, he's back. He was frozen today. (sighs) He was frozen today. I didn't realize I was frozen. I thought you guys were just letting me talk. Well, I did say specifically. We would never we do that, Jake. You, I promise we, you. Yeah, we, we would, would never, never let you talk. 
abandon you. I was like, you wow, you guys are really letting me like go with this one. I don't have much to say. <laughs> well, the plan was to let you die in the vine, but then you froze. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to have to contact Comcast because they're Thus really fucking me over. maintaining this freshness, the Tropicana way. Jake, are you suggesting that Comcast has less than stellar customer service? Yeah. Yeah, they're Let not. Let me direct you to my, my contact at the company, Tommaso Ciampa, live from the Comcast Customer Service Center in hell. Unfortunately, <laughs> I only have one more year left. Uh, so. Until what? They take away your tell. Uh, come in and they rob no, my, my contract is like two years or whatever. Make you sign a contract? I guess so. Uh, see, we just, we can just stop paying and stop getting yeah. service. Yeah, I wish I could too, because I kind of want Verizon Fios, because I was misled that they weren't out here, but they kind of are. So my our media lord is much better than your media lord. Our our media fiefdom is a prosperous land. They treat their media service with respect. Yeah, they just kind of let you do your thing. Like they don't even. Some might call it a lack of customer service. I call it increased autonomy. <laughs> I call it they stopped. They finally stopped pestering me for a landline. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh, I got a call from Spe- oh, brief sidebar. I got a call from Spectrum the other day at work, trying mm-hmm. to sell me their uh, their like over the air cable shit, like their streaming service. And I at there's like oh we want to offer you a seven day free trial for thank you for being such a loyal customer, and I that I, I kid you not I asked how much does it cost after the free trial and they hung up. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's good. We we were hoping you weren't gonna worry about price. <laughs> we were just we were gonna... hoping you were stupid. <laughs> We're just going to keep on charging afterwards, after your free trial. I mean, it was a free trial, but you still got the equipment there, so we got to charge you. Just let me rent my router from you, and we won't have a problem. That is the nice thing about Spectrum, is that they don't charge you for your modem monthly, Mm. which is nice. That's why I bought mine, because I don't want to... I did buy a modem when I had Optimum in Jersey. Yeah. Um, this is frilling radio, I'm sure. <laughs> Everyone was very interested in our ISP situation. Yeah. Maybe there's one. Maybe they tuned there's in. A... They said peanuts in their coke. What? Okay, this is. You had be me going for the somewhere. peanuts in your coke. I'm but so. But once they started talking about the ISPs, I just couldn't take it anymore. Hey, baby, we're it's a variety show. Four minutes into their show. <laughs> Welcome to They've my new podcast. About three trailers. About, <laughs> yeah, ISP design. It's called modem operandi. <laughs> I'm I'm That's hoping so this bad. is gonna reach that like those those few guys who are like they they're looking they're in the market shopping around they're like I was actually gonna get Comcast but not anymore. <laughs> yes, the notorious selection we all have of internet service providers. It's such a competitive market. Yes, it is. You can either pay eighty dollars for your gigabit service or seventy nine ninety nine for your gigabit service. <laughs> Look, there is there are there are like oh. twelve riveted people in Galicia right now. <laughs> and two in the Basque County. Our Spanish numbers are through uh through uh, whatever the roof is in Spanish. Um shit. Uh what else do we have? I think we had uh oh no, is that it? Uh we had a couple other like secondary trailers. What else was there? 
Uh, uh, nothing. Okay. Satsui Nahato. <laughs> there was um there was a Batman deleted scene that got dropped today. Take Take Uh where yeah, we finally get to see some of the Joker. Which I'm 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 glad that they dropped that from the movie. Um I think it would have taken away from the Riddler. Didn't want to do that. Didn't want to put too much on our plate. You already had a lot, and plus it's a three hour movie, so Yeah, yeah. and they they need needed to, to do. They want to do another film. Like the Joker at this point, I think is is consistently a second movie kind of villain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did the Scarecrow with the Dark Knight or the uh, Batman Begins. Yep. Um, they're doing the Riddler here. Well, it's Rachel Ghoul, Batman Begins more so. Oh, wasn't it? But both Scarecrow of them? was also in that movie. Yes. Yeah. But Rachel Ghoul was the main. Villain. Yeah, he was the main guy. Um, so probably we're going to see Joker and maybe the Riddler team up and I don't know, Penguin. I don't fucking know. Who's Can we just the next one, but. maybe lay off the Joker for a little bit? I feel like that's well-tread ground. This would be, uh, what, our, our fifth movie Joker? So I don't, I don't really count Jared Leto as, like, the Joker. We had such little, like, stuff with him as a Joker. He was um, in. Uh, I will say we movies. had enough for the memes. That's more than Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he, he's broken. Yeah, but Jack, I feel like Jack Nicholson. I'd like to go back and look at the screen time. Who had the most screen time? Because I mean, like, like Jared Leto in like this in Suicide Squad was like, holy shit, he's I don't know what on a helicopter, and going ah ah ah. Yeah, like, I feel like Batman's established enough at this point. Where you can really start throwing the deep end of the rogues gallery out, and you can have some really interesting stories. Like or you could just probably make a fucking else. Batman movie <laughs> where the villain is Baby Doll. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Fuck it. It's been a been a hot minute since we had Two Face. Yeah. On screen. Well, um, I mean, I think we said this before, but there was there was Hush references to the uh, in, in the in the the Batman. Yeah, so could, could have Hush. That'd be a great um, follow up. Yeah, Just so you can confuse, you can confuse the, the audience with another Doctor Strange. Man, the bat. Court of, <laughs> the Court of Owls. Um, yep. Oh, the Court of Owls would be so good. I, there's so many you can choose from. Clayface. They, yeah, there are some Clayface live on. action. Why not Clayface? Clayface is a good villain. Huh? It's a very cinematic ability. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. literally an actor. Gorilla Grodd. That's a uh, is that more of a, a like a flash villain? That is a flash villain, yes. I don't, okay. know. I don't know. Throw that. him in there. Throw a monkey in there. I want a monkey in there. You could do some of like the the Batman dark stories where he has to team up with like Zatanna. If you want to go that yeah. way. That yeah. would be a good Entrican. fit for the Robert Pattinson, like because he's he's definitely could pull off like a supernatural Batman. Well, especially if they ever want to like introduce like, him into like the, the multiverse. <laughs> Cause like they're starting to get like the Doctor Fate stuff in into the DC extended universe. So if they go on the multiverse route, they're just gonna throw Etrigan into the second movie. I yeah. feel like they have. I don't feel like they want to go. I don't feel like it's a choice. I feel like this is what we have to do because <clears throat> all these actors are pulling out of these future projects. We have to try to salvage this somehow. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. But just yeah. like we need to try to salvage this podcast and move on to our next segment, which is the follow up, where we follow up on some of these these movies and shows we've uh, discussed and Trey watch, see how they're doing critically and commercially. Uh, 
So let's take a look at our box office. It's, it's a lot March. of fresh faces this week. Yes, a lot of movies opened. Uh, March 18th through the 20th. But still holding on to the top spot for the third week in a row is The Batman. Brought in $36.7 million. Down almost 45% from last week. Excuse me. It's almost, uh, it's made it to halfway to Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> it's uh, almost not quite halfway. It's $606 million worldwide, which uh, I was going to say it's pretty good for an R-rated movie, but then I realized that this movie is not rated R. No. Man, if only. So one thing I was missing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Could be um, number two, uh, we saw this coming. Yeah, uh, this has been the hype anime of for for, for the the weebiest of the weebs. Um, I've heard a lot about this. It's it's your next fighting fighting anime for people who like anime fighting. Uh, turned into a movie. It's Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie. Yeah. Um busting the balls of the box office just clapping those testicles um <laughs> with a solid what is this 17 million uh, almost 17 and a half million gross uh week one well how uh, did yeah, demon guess, slayer, uh, the opening demon weekend Pride, did 14 like uh, if jujutsu kaisen clap testicles fucking demon slayer sucked the soul out of the Japanese yeah. audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, Demon Slayer Mugen Train did uh, around 50 mil domestic and 405 mil international. So it was like, wasn't it like the biggest anime movie? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I never really got into this, but you're going to see a lot more of this stuff, I think, or have more regular uh, anime movies pop up in the theater. Because oh what they're God, doing is I'm they're... reading the description of this movie. It sounds so original. It's never been done in the anime before. <laughs> a high schooler who gains powers. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. In- ingenious, right? How did they come up with that? So smart. Um, so there was this one. There was also the um, um, uh, My Hero Academia uh, movie that came out a little while ago. I think that did pretty well. Uh, I believe the next one might be Attack on Titan. Uh, there's a lot of rumors going around that Attack on Titan is not going to finish in this season, and they're going to have a press release in mid-April um, announcing a movie. Uh, I guess the unique thing about that, which I think Attack on Titan will do better than like all of them, is that it's apparently supposed to be different from the comics. Interesting. It's called Mongo over there. I know the. I know it was controversial because oh, yeah. it was True. like Japanese. It was all. It had like. Japanese nationalist undertones. Oh, I guess well, the um. Well, it's really like Attack on Titan is your normal like kaiju movie in the beginning, and then it kind of mm-hmm. flips a script, and it's like all about like the Jews during the Holocaust. Like it's based on allegory to like World War Two. Um, I mean, even down to like the names are like kind of German. Um, yeah. But yeah, so. It gets pretty in-depth, uh, but I guess the concept is that the... How do I describe this? The the manga's, like, one timeline, and then something happens where they go back in time to, you know, try to change the events of the past, 
and then the movie or the show is a different timeline. And then I, I didn't the, realize they had time travel in this. This is this is <clears throat> wild. I remember when this uh, the anime started out, and it was big, giant, naked people are eating the townsfolk. Stab them in the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a much more simple time then, uh, but it gets it gets really crazy. Um, I think it's like I think it's also due to like the the one. Um, not to get into spoilers too much of it, but like they all have like this power too, or the the some right, of the nine uh, the special titan the special titans that are around yeah. they all have like the powers to remember their past selves remember the memories but there's so this going to the animus yeah but there's um the one titan has even more special powers where he can remember future memories so kind of like um I'm convinced it is impossible to describe an anime without sounding like an insane person. You yeah, sound like an insane person right now. Now, yeah, yeah, Attack on will do it because it's like, what'd you hear me bring up naked, naked monsters that you kill by cutting them in the back of the neck and then World War II allegories and then special titans mm-hmm. and people yeah, fly so around. On- uh, you lost the war, Japan. Just get over it. <laughs> Just get over- you know, you have giant guy titan you have giant or guy titan giant guy titan so the biggest titan of all of course is um uh spoilers uh ribcage centipede oh yeah um access was denied <laughs> wow that's a good titan um yeah me too oh wait okay i reloaded it yeah this is uh it's just a big know. big ribcage below his other rib cage. He's got two rib cages. Yeah, that's the um that's Aaron Jaeger's founding titan. Yeah, cuz the, there's the magical worm that you eat and it turns you into a big titan thing and yeah. they did genetic engineering on a lineage of people and this is like the future and these guys are on an island and Aaron big rib cage man is going to have a bunch of little titans and he's going to do the rumbling where he just kills everyone because you know un- and uncharted came in third at the box office last weekend <laughs> that's fair he had 7.8 million dollars down 15% from the previous week. It is up to 338 million worldwide, which, uh, I mean, it's a good amount of money. I don't know if that's like their projections. I feel like that's. I uh, doubt it is, but it's got to be enough to make budget, right? Uh, you would hope so. I mean, Tom Holland's a pretty big star at the moment. Oh, yeah. This, mm-hmm. this movie had. This movie had to have been in production when No Way before No Way Home came out. Yeah, yeah, one one twenty million was the budget, so they they definitely made enough. So Sony's yeah. happy; they're gonna come out with more. Yep, get ready. Um, opening in fourth is X, the uh, porno making of turned slasher film. Uh, opening in fourth again with four point four million dollars and finding itself squarely in our spotlight for this week. Um, yes. So X is a uh, it's a horror movie that's getting very positive buzz. It's got a 7.4 out 
out of 10 on IMDb and a 95% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Only a 76 audience score, though. So that's that's kind of that interesting. That explains a lot. Um, well, it's hardly a bad score. but uh, I mean, it yes. explains a lot like why my, my portion of the reviews this week are a little sparse. Yeah, I've got... Uh, I had the... We were not blessed with the kind of choices we had last week. Um, those Bollywood reviews just kind of hit a little bit different. But rest assured, we were able to find some some spicy takes here. Um, even if I had to dip down into uh, 8 out of 10 range, which I usually don't have to go that far. But uh, we'll start out with Robert James Saylor. All with right. a 10 out of 10 review of X, which for some reason has parentheses 2 next to it in Roman numerals. <laughs> um, 10 out of 10, I literally made an account to write a review. Now, this embraces one of our cho- favorite tropes of don't listen to mm-hmm. negative reviews, but this is the most aggressive I've ever seen someone attack the negative review. The movie was honestly excellent. I loved the progression of the characters, the idea of the story, the creepiness of the villains. Everything was pretty solid. And I have to say, and this is coming from a guy who thought the last couple of A24 films were kind of crappy. I had to jump in here because some of these reviews saying it was over the top gross or extremely disturbing are just plain ridiculous. This movie is tame compared to a lot of things out there. What did you think you were walking into? Three question marks. It was creepy, funny, violent, entertaining and disturbing, solid slow burn horror. If you thought it was bad, then you just have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You want to talk disturbing today? Watch Martyrs or Inside, you cowards. (laughs) If you think I'm talking about you, then yes, I am. Point out of six, found that helpful. All right. He woke up and chose violence. He chose the utmost violence. All right, so I preface preface my one out of ten with this, with the when will you learn, kid. When will you learn? I actually saw that for the first time the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a a sonic critique, if I'm not mistaken. One out of ten from Terry Fan. Don't waste your time. When will they learn? (laughs) <laughs> that these types of movies should never be made. X is more or less a expensive adult swim movie. That from what I have seen, I already knew it was going to be a terrible, <laughs> to be terrible from the moment I first lay eyes on it. There is no sense to watch this movie unless you are desperate for entertainment. I, for one, am not that desperate. So why'd you watch it? It is a total ripped off of other horror movies with acting so poor that it makes you wonder who in their right mind would write this junk. X is just a movie that I wish I could erase from my mind of the clips I saw at work. Dude called himself out. He watched this shit at work. I wouldn't watch this movie if it was free. I give X an 1 out of 10. 26 out of 146 found that helpful. Ooh. People did not like that review. Sorry, Terry fan. 
that's well, that's, that's a lot of engagement, though. That is a lot of engagement. It was the longest uh, review, too. I'm going to spin the wheel of, of uh, accents for this one. Uh, place your requests now. What do you mean? Spin? It's all, it always comes down to the same accent, Peter. You have That's one right. accent. I will return. We'll, we'll start from a different point, though. Um, we got the, the, middle, the middling reviews were, were thin on the ground here, but I found a couple that can make it work. Uh, from Dev Denim, uh, they're five out of ten. I was all alone in theater, kind of record. I was the only person in theater. Will remember this movie all my life. Movie was okay, nothing new. Same old slasher movie. <laughs> I'm gonna give up now. I've given up the ghost. It's hardly 1.5 hours long. First one hour, nothing happens, except for a few nudity and vulgarity to attract audience. Last 30 bins are all the killings and screaming. Pointless, and no one explained that why the old couple are killing their guests. However, I was surprised to know that for Mia, it was a double role. She played the antagonist old women as well. I watched the movie because I had unlimited card. Director is so confident of the idiotic of his audience that he had written the prequel of this movie in lockdown even before the release. Please someone stop him from shooting another garbage. <laughs> Two out of five. Don't shoot garbage. Don't, Don't shoot, shoot a garbage. Another garbage. Don't shoot another garbage. We're here to Somebody. talk to you about garbage acts of violence. And it's a problem that's overlooked a lot in the U.S. No one many seems to be talking about it. Many a garbage is shot, and that's not okay. There's a we lot of innocent garbage. The senseless shooting of garbage. Yeah. Violence has no place in our society. Uh, we, the garbage. Saturn studs, call for a ceasefire on a garbage. No Next more time shooting. you see a garbage and you think about taking that shot, think again. <laughs> <laughs> not telling oh, you not man. to do it. Just, just think again. <laughs> just think. think again. Is think this really what you want to do? Think who it affects, man. That garbage might have a family. Garbage Smaller might have garbages. More garbage. That might have a truppish. That garbage <laughs> you're about to shoot might have a little baby truppish who will grow old and seek revenge on you for murdering its parent and turn into a filthy garbador. Lay down those toxic spikes. All right. Uh, Stephen Bread or Beard. Beard. Stephen Beard. Steve End Beard, I should say. Uh, One F dollar sign pound sign at apostrophe ampersand up horror movie. Um, I saw X starring Mia Goff, Suspiria, Everest... Oh, Suspiria and Everest. Jenna Ortega, Scream underscore 2022, Iron Man 3, colon, Britney Snow, The Pitch Perfect. <laughs> the Pitch Perfect movies, okay. John Tucker Must Die, uh, Martin Hernison, Grey's Anatomy, underscore TV. <laughs> These are just all the credits. Everest and Kid Cudi, Don't Look Up. 
Need for Speed. Kid Cudi was in Don't Look Up. I I, if he was, I missed him. This movie is in the words of one of the characters, one F dollar sign pound at apostrophe ampersand a horror movie. I will say it is original. It takes place in 1979. Texas, it was actually filmed in New Zealand, where a group of young filmmakers go to a rural farmhouse to make an adult movie. Martin is the producer that rents the farm location, and Mia, Brittany, and Kid are... <laughs> sure, Mia, Brittany, and Kid, and the film star are the film stars, and yes, there is graphic nudity. Jenna is handling the equipment behind the camera. One of the first things you notice is that there is always something odd about the couple that own the farm, especially the old woman. Slowly things become clear about the intentions of both the farm owners, and it gets bloody violent. FYI, don't leave until after the end credits, because there is a scene that you do not want to miss, and I read that the sequel, actually a prequel, will be out later this year. Uh, it's rated R for bloody violence and gore, drug use, language, and sexual content, including nudity. And it has a running time of one hour and 45 minutes. I love this horror movie, <coughs> and I would buy it on blue underscore Ray. <laughs> 26 out of 37 found that blue helpful. Blue dash Ray. <laughs> well, all you had to tell me was there was nudity, and I'm sold. So I don't Jason. know what... Homesick alien eighty one thought when he called this one out of ten. What a boring mess! Quote the house of the devil, end quote, is one of my favorite horror movies in the last couple decades. But since then, Ty West has made continuously awful movies. I never, or I really wanted to like this, but the premise is pretty lame, and once the motive is revealed about the antagonist. I seriously thought I was getting trolled. OMG, Rafflecopter. I almost walked out of the theater a couple times, but I hoped that ending would pay off or introduce an interesting twist. Nothing! I can't wrap my head around this high rating and reviews. 11 out of 21 found that helpful. Not for you then, I guess. Sorry, homesick alien. And uh, in a first for this podcast, I'll, I'll end this segment... Or this episode of this podcast, I'll egg, I'll end this segment with a bit of brevity. <coughs> <laughs> Discount that entire intro. Uh, from the Fultons four three one four nine, uh, we've got their four out of ten review of X. Uh, not very original, is it? <laughs> if a little green man popped down from outer space and asked, "What's a horror film?" And I'd say, watch X, and you'll never have to watch another one again. That's how cliched it is. Two out of five. Found that helpful. Okay. Alrighty. Well, that's X. That was fourth place. In fifth place, we have Dog, which was displaced by X, down 23.3%, just under 4 million. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home continues to hang out in the top ten. With a $3.1 million take, um, it's still in 2,500 theaters, and it continues to rake in the dough. $1.885 billion with a B so far. It's still going strong, and it's 14th week. Uh, once again, available on uh, like over-the-top 
streaming platform like Voodoo, your Voodoo's, uh, digital on demand, I believe, uh, is the technical term. Death on the Nile, also still in theaters, surprisingly. $1.6 million, good enough for seventh place behind Spider-Man. Down almost 32%. Uh, The Outfit, which is about an expert tailor. Oh, I yeah, this one actually looked kind of good. I remember that. Uh, Expert tailor must outwit a dangerous group of mobsters in order to survive a fateful night. We'll have to see if that's also out on streaming, because I did want to check that one out. Um... $1.499 $1.499 million, opening an eighth, only in 1,300 theaters. So they're trying to, to roll it out slowly, get some word of mouth going uh, as they open it to more and more theaters. The Cashmere Files, which is not about the King's Man. This was <laughs> this was the movie that everyone that in the uh, movie we were talking about in last week's follow-up were pushing for. Yeah. They said, watch true. this one instead of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that it will be our spotlight film next week because I need more Bollywood reviews in my life. (laughs) That was the most fun I ever had on the phone. (laughs) Uh, And rounding out the top 10 is Sing 2 in its 13th week, uh, bringing in $1.450 million. Uh, Cashmere Files, yeah, that brought in that money in... 230 theaters. That's crazy. Um, but Sing 2 brought in 1.450 to the 1.485 of Cashmere Files. Uh, and that's running out the top 10. Uh, Umma opened in 11th. And Alice opened in 14th. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the follow-up. We've uh, successfully followed up on... What the... Uh, on those movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, All right. There's nothing from the dredges that. that no. Fun yeah. To... No. There was like no Dune was like the longest lasting one, um, but I didn't see any crazy things. All right. Well, in that case, we will move on to gaming news, and uh, what a what a week it's been. Uh, actually, it really wasn't that big a week. Uh, Bungie is basically saying we're sorry for all the Destiny 2 videos that went down uh, last week. They are now working Destiny with... Destiny 2 news. Oh, what a throwback. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Bungie is now working with YouTube to get copyright strikes reversed and is also updating its policies to be a little more lenient. Basically, uh, they had a bunch of uh, Destiny content creators get copyright striked and have their videos taken down. Uh, Bungie has called the takedowns fraudulent. The reversing course. I think they just kind of got caught with their hand in the the cookie jar here and did not go over well. <clears throat> yeah, probably. A lot of that copyright claim stuff sometimes uh, is out of their control. Like if they like hire a company to like manage their content and then they kind of like go a little haywire and start striking anything and everything with their their stuff in it. Uh, but it can really fuck over like. Some YouTubers. You know, yeah, like who... copyright strikes are, are really damaging to your YouTube channel. Yeah. Or they can be really damaging to your YouTube channel. We've had to deal with that a time or two. Um but yeah, it's 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 no fun to be in that situation. Um former Mass Effect boss Casey Hudson is now working on a new triple A sci fi game. The ex Bioware developer is sticking with what he knows best and uh I'm in. 
<laughs> as far as as far as a uh, conceptual support I'm in, I obviously want to see the game before I. <laughs> You don't want to buy an NFT for the alpha for a a chance to get to the alpha. That just doesn't seem like a, uh, a good investment. Uh, (laughs) Former Bioware general manager Casey Hudson has revealed more about what's going on at his new humanoid studios outfit, which does have a lot of other ex Bioware people that were involved with like Dragon Age origins and the mass effect uh, one and two and and three also. Um, So it's, it's a good group of people. Uh, Hudson had a long career at Bioware going all the way back to Baldur's Gate 2. Yikes. Uh, and he's best known for heading up the development of the original Mass Effect trilogy. He left Bioware in 2014 and was involved with the development of Andromeda. Um, he did take over the return in 2017 to take it over again. And then he left very unexpectedly in late 2020, along with Dragon Age executive producer Mark Dara. Uh, he then unveiled Humanoid Studios in June of last year, but said nothing about his first project except that it'd be an all-new IP. We still don't have a name for the game, but thanks to a major update on the studio's website, we now have a very basic description above a few pieces of concept art that look very Mass Effect-esque. Um, human explores... Uh, human explores in spacesuits gazing at a skull of a massive, presumably dead creature or machine. Um, so yeah, it, it, I'm, we need more sci-fi epics and we're, we're getting that with uh, Starfield supposedly coming out this year. We'll see how that works out. Um, and then this is in the pipeline. Um, the medieval fantasy genre has dominated RPGs for too long. We're ready to move into the modern and future ages. Can you imagine it was just like a nineties RPG? I don't have to imagine that. It's called Yik. I played about two and a half hours of it and never wanted to see it again. <laughs> I wonder if they did like... Earthbound. Just like... Oh, your starting weapon is a... I don't know. Pistol. Baseball bat. What if your starting weapon was a record that you... Like a frisp? And your best friend uses a camera to fight. It's so quirky, guys. It's so postmodern. He knows. Uh, they, they know what postmodern means. They definitely know. Yes, OBS is now available on Steam, which should make uh, keeping it up to date a little easier. Um, it's free on Steam, of course. Um, it is. Uh, it's basically the go-to for most every uh, major serious Twitch streamer. Um, I've not played around with Twitch Studio. I don't know if people use that at all. But uh, OBS is very full-featured, very very uh, robust piece of software. And now, if you've ever been intimidated by installing it as a separate program for whatever reason, you can uh, add in your Steam library, and we'll keep it up to date for you. Um, so go have fun with that, all you wannabe streamers. Um, I, uh, I pulled this not because uh, the Kraken... V3 from Razer is $30 off right now, but because apparently it has the technology that no one asked for. Uh, you ever wanted your Rumble? Your ear Rumble? Ear Rumble? Ear Rumble. Rumble on your ears. Vibration motors in your headphones. You never wanted oh, that? Back in my well, day, we just called that the bass. <laughs> I, can, I can do that myself. 
I'm one of those rare folk that can rumble their eardrums. Well, now for for the length of this sale and a uh, for the low low price of ninety nine ninety nine, the lowest price it's ever been, you can you can make that happen for yourself. Um, <laughs> just put a Hitachi magic wand under your pillow. <laughs> it it does the same thing. I don't think Hitachi makes them anymore. I think they kind of divested of them. <laughs> this is what I have. I have tensor timpani. I got special muscles in my ears that can dampen sound on command. Jake it's useful for when, he, when he's arguing with his fiance. Yeah, I just go... <laughs> just Jake clamps down on his. Uh, I see the abbreviation as TTs. My Jake T-T's. just clamps down hard in his TTs. I flex my TTs. No, it ends the conversation. <laughs> Nobody can know. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those useless things because I could like I could just say I have it, and like I could be lying. <laughs> There's no way to prove it. <laughs> I can't you... show you a muscle in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Um there's a new Witcher game coming out. It will not run on the Cyberpunk 2077 engine. Instead, it will run on Unreal 5, which I didn't even know was a thing yet. I thought we were still on Unreal 4, but apparently Unreal Engine 5 didn't, is out there now. Yeah, didn't you see that demo for Unreal 5? There was like some bonkers Matrix game, not game, but there was like a demo like based in the Matrix universe. It was pretty fucking gnarly. I guess I didn't. It sounds now that I now that I like I'm seeing the words Unreal Engine Five written down. There's something kicking around in my head about maybe I've seen some early build of it before, but uh, they're they're using Unreal. They're licensing Unreal for The Witcher Four. Um, no word on when it's coming out, um, but they are not planning to make it. Exclusive to any storefront, um, so there will be no timed exclusivity, which makes sense. The only um, storefront it would probably be exclusive to if they were going to do that would be GOG, because they own GOG. (laughs) Um, But that's in the pipeline. Uh, There was a new trailer out for Arkham Knights, and... uh, they showed off some gameplay footage of a pre-alpha build, and uh, it's very much pre-alpha. It looks kind of rough. Um, the gameplay itself looks okay, but the frame rate looked pretty bad, and uh, the visuals were not quite fully polished. But it does uh, innovate on some of the um, gameplay design of the Arkham series thus far. Uh, with Gotham Knights, there's going to be four playable characters, as has been discussed before. Uh, you know, your Robin, uh, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Red Hood. They all play a little bit differently. Batgirl is who they showed off uh, in the earlier part of the uh, video, of the gameplay demo, I should say. Uh, and she plays very similar to how Batman played in the Arkham trilogy. Um, they also showed off a little bit of Robin, who apparently the story is he's uh, like hacked into the Justice League Watchtower and can 
teleport short distances. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they're adding in some interesting wrinkles. The whole game can pl be played solo or in two-player <clears throat> co-op. So that's another interesting wrinkle. Um, it looks pretty good. It's for for what it is, keeping in, in mind the expectation that this is pre-alpha footage. Um, it does kind of look very pre-alpha-y in terms <laughs> of polish, but uh, the bones the, the bones seem to be good there, and I have I have faith in Rocksteady. They haven't really uh, let me down too much before. Um, Tekken is getting a anime adaptation on Netflix. Uh, there have been right. anime Tekken movies before. I remember watching one of them. I'm sure it'll be middling. Yeah, it's focusing on Jin Kazama, which makes sense because he's kind of the main character of all Tekken's post the first one. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, yeah, so that all checks out. And that's going to be a wrap on gaming news for this week. Uh, so let's talk about the boys. We're playing with the boys again. Di diabolical. Diabolical. It's like Star Wars Visions, but more cynical. Yeah. <laughs> I think I... this, I have to say that this, this anthology really kind of pinned down what's kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the boys, why I haven't been able to get into it. And it's like, I just, I don't think I'm that cynical. I don't think I'm cynical enough to enjoy just how much of a downer <laughs> the boys can be <laughs> a lot of the time. Uh, I, I, did, I liked a few of these. There were three yeah. that I really liked. <laughs> um, and then a lot of them I didn't care for. And yeah. then others, I just was kind of like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. If we're going to pit the anthology against anthology, I'll say, um, in terms of variety, I like this better than the Star Wars one. Um, although, with that, there's, yeah, I could definitely see some some hit or misses. Um, and it, it felt to me like a, a few of them weren't, like, all the way up to their potential. I don't a few know. Of them just felt a little half baked, but the one small technical things, yeah. The the one that really stands out to me is the third one. Because I'm your pusher, where they drug the uh, yeah. the drug the one soup. Because that to me feels far more like the comic book brought to life yeah. than anything the show has done. My. I think I know. I feel like that looked like um, Invincible animation. It's they, similar. I could. I, they probably. They may have contracted the same studio, but the characters, like yeah. that's what Billy the Butcher looks like in the comic book. That's what Huey looks like in the comic book. They got Simon Pegg to voice Huey. Uh, it's it. It just felt far more true to the comic book than. Uh, the show had been so far, and I, w I would dare say, I would, I would almost go as far as to say that I would have rather them do an animated adaptation versus a live-action adaptation. <coughs> yeah, I would agree. I mean, people might say it's too close to Invincible, but um, I think fuck that's em. what this needs. <laughs> but fuck them, yeah. No, I, I would much rather, I think, have an animated uh, universe 
where they had you know this this style of animation, this style of comedy, and the, a little bit of levity brought into it mm-hmm. with like the fucked up displays of stuff. That's where like you kind of cross over in invincible territory where they had a really good balance of levity and uh, just pure gore. Yeah, where like I, I'm concerned that like that sometimes like it wasn't just all. The world sucks. Everything's terrible. Yeah, and I'm and I'm concerned in how like the boys season two was, uh, where like the levity's kind of getting drowned out with like how dismal their situation is, and I'm Just like, a bad all right, time a lot of the times yeah. in, in the show. Um, not that this was like super upbeat, but like it was there was like more dark humor in this. Yeah, than yeah than there is typically in the show. And that that was the standout for me. I'd say that was probably my favorite. Um following... the second episode was my favorite, but that's just because I think I, 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 I I'm a big Rick least. and Morty fan. Really? Yeah. I, I love the animation. I like the like the, the, the range of characters. Um and I thought the writing and jokes were pretty good for it. Mm-hmm. I mean that was definitely the most joking one. I don't know, dude. Uh, like they—they're all pretty good, but I'm surprised no one here has put the poop one last. No, I—that I, was my least favorite. That I was, was like second, okay, second, second the last for me. <laughs> because there was I, at I, least I was like, oh my god, what do you do? This some is of the somehow and that worked a little. Uh, it is a 14 mm-hmm. minute long poop joke, but some of the interstitial humor, like in the beginning, before, like mm-hmm. she becomes a a crapomancer. Um, <laughs> kind of worked for me. Like the uh, the drug dealer made me laugh. Was like, yeah, he was funny. Ass. Yeah, he was funny. Um, and this was written, and I think the I think it was voiced by Aquafina too. So yes, yeah, this was, she was which, this is somehow I've only seen her in this in Shang Chi, but yeah. somehow I'm like, yes, this is absolutely Aquafina. Well, yeah, this is her I style. mean, she doesn't exactly have a. Uh, and a nondescript voice. She sounds like she's been smoking four packs a day for the past yeah. twenty five years. And I think her her range is just how quirky she can get. And this was like Aquafina quirkiness dialed up to like tenfold. Just how can you how can you befriend a a a magical animate poop sentient poop poopy that came out a through poopy. a cloud? <laughs> yeah, it. Uh... <sighs> And then it ends. There's another one of the duds ends for me. She's in the fucking room. There's she's got all her poop <laughs> friends around. Yep. I just la- yeah. I laugh Imagine and I how laugh bad at myself for start. laughing at it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that was another one that didn't quite do it for me. Um. I liked. I um. I think my favorites were, uh, Laser Baby. Uh, Laser Baby rem- reminded was, me of like Roger Rabbit esque. Yeah. Uh, it was very close. I I had sworn for like the entire time until I actually looked it up. Like I swore this was animated by Harry Partridge, like because he does some bigger mainstream stuff. But I think he's working on his own projects. But this just looks so much like his style, probably because he's emulating like Tex Avery kind of styles. Mm-hmm. Um. But that was that was just fun because I like animation and art style, and also uh, I guess my other favorite was uh, John and uh, Sung Hee. 
that was Which that was, was a good one. I was yeah. it, I was also baffled that uh, that one was directed by Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah, I saw that at the end. I was like, "What but, the what?" Like, like are we I talking about the same Samberg? Because Andy Samberg, as I understand it, like from the from the snippets and tidbits, um, I I hear about him is like he's very serious. Like even even in comedy, he is serious about his comedy. Like he's he's I've not one well. to goof yeah. off uh, on set. You know, he's a very method kind of guy, or not a method kind of guy, but he's a very uh, focused director personality. So I could see him having like a strong creative vision like this to to uh, direct this. Yeah, that that one felt very much like uh, it was plucked out of a completely different it was, kind of. <laughs> they took that monster straight show. out of Princess Mononoke. Uh huh. Yeah, it was that was and that was like very animu, but uh, in in a good oh, way. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, had some had some yeah, good symbolism. I think, I think that um, your pusher and and the finale were the ones I enjoyed <clears throat> the most. They um, were. I think they were animated by the same person. He did uh, Giancarlo Volpe did both of those, I believe. Yeah, they they did look similar. Um, and I, I just, I feel like those, those really felt like, uh, you know, comic come to life a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. now I don't particularly, I don't hold the boys, the comic up as like uh, a grand achievement in the genre. It's, it's okay. It's better than the show has been thus far, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. but if, the, if it had been more like this, I think I would have found it more enjoyable than, uh. Then I've I've enjoyed the other ones. The, the rest mm-hmm. of them can I can kind of take or leave. I didn't particularly care for the uh, the Rick and Morty one. I did laugh at the papers guy because I'm like, yep, that's, that's Justin Roiland, all right. It's just a Justin Roiland improv bit. Good job, guys. Um, um, yeah, and I think with the with talking about the finale and I guess uh, number three too, which um, is apparently canon to the show. The finale is, I guess. Oh, Fair enough. I've, um, yeah, I guess uh, yeah. But it, I I have to take an aside here. Um, now I don't usually talk about like celebrity drama on this, uh, but I I want to in this case because it kind of connects back to the show. It it could in an inter- interesting way. Um, so Anthony Starr, uh, the guy who does who voices and acts as Homelander in in all of this stuff, and also. Had a wonderful, played a wonderful bit part on um, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. <laughs> um, he had like a th- he had a thing. He got in trouble in Spain. Yeah, he got arrested he got, in Spain. Yeah, he got drunk because he uh, he got drunk and hit a cook, uh, beat up a cook, and he got uh, he got off because it was like a suspended sentence or something. Um, in the grand spectrum of celebrity uh, uh, mis- mischief shittiness it's it's fairly low-hanging fruit um but i just think it's funny because if he stays on like either way you swing it, it it's it's creates a weird kind of meta narrative where um if he if he's fired they're gonna replace him and i really would want them to replace him unceremoniously <laughs> just be like someone goes up to a completely different actor playing homelander and then the PR lady, whoever, I forget what her name is, the PR uh, person, just looks right at the camera and goes, what do you mean? Homelander's always been this way. 
<laughs> just just blatant damage things. control like they do in the show. Yeah. Or if he stays on, it's like, oh yeah, that that's isn't that exactly what Vought would do? Um, I I would be shocked if he was fired from the show. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, luckily I, luckily this wasn't the the biggest uh, thing he could get himself into. So like people have gotten into much worse shit and kept their jobs in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, that drug dealer you liked in the Aquafina um, episode was uh, voiced by Seth Rogen. Yeah, he did. He directed a couple of these. Yeah, it was a lot. It was interesting to see, almost more interesting than the shorts themselves, like who was involved in producing these things. Because, you yeah. know, there were a lot of like celebrities coming in to like direct or, or write or, or did, uh, voice. Nubian, who was on Nubian versus Nubian? Don Cheadle was in that one. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Aisha Tyler. Yep. And it had um, John Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. John, 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 Joe DiMaggio. Also known as Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. Oh, I knew I recognized him. He's also him. Bender from Futurama. Let's let's talk about his good roles. <laughs> oh, you man, I see I can't diss on Adventure Time cuz that would require me to understand the plot of the show, uh, <laughs> which I think may be impossible. I'm not I'm What's just, not to get? I'm dude, not saying uh, anything about Adventure Time. I'm just saying Futurama is that good. <laughs> What's not to get, dude? Just you got some superpowers. You got like an old uh, human civilization, and like they had Jake. That's, and yeah, that's all. Kind of got destroyed. Well good, but like I'll tune into an episode and like, or I'll see clips from an episode and like Jake's not in it, and it'll be like some weird flashback or like a one-off story about like a pancake man and his quest to like fucking go through the Matrix, and he comes out and the the episode ends, and I'm like, what? What is this? Why is this here? How can you put filler in your in your cartoon with no source material? Come on now. Um. So Adventure Time, it it confuses me, it Hell baffles yeah. me. Um, maybe I'll watch it someday. A lot of people love it. I never really saw the appeal personally. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, he's, but John DiMaggio yeah, has been doing this for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would say probably Bender is his most famous role, and he is definitely no slouch here. Like I want, I want the Groundhog Show. <laughs> I just want this to be a continuation of like the Boondocks. Yeah, I mean maybe they they definitely. I I always feel like I haven't seen anything yet from it, but I always feel like these anthologies theory theories series can like break off into like their own thing, mm-hmm. like it's Ghost Girl like, coming yeah, back or yeah. something. Yeah, Ghost Girl or um, Groundhog being introduced or like mentioned in somewhere else. Yeah, I can see some of these characters maybe popping up in future episodes of The Boys. Um, Mm. Notice how none of us have talked about Boyd in 3D. Yeah, it didn't really connect with me. Like that was uh, that was at that point watching this where I'm like, this is just like. Why am I watching this? This is just like nothing ever goes well for anyone in these. So why even bother getting invested? I, See, the thing see, was right at the end, I was like, oh, my God, one that actually kind of ended on like a happy note. And then, boom, pull the rug out from under the me. Fucking, and, yeah. Which whatever like, episode of Black Mirror that you. was. Yeah. they And they botched the framing device, too, because like, you know, if they really wanted to sell that, like 
uh, unreliable narrator kind of thing that ended up being the twist. Um, they should have kept that before he goes to the, the Vought clinic. Like, they should have kept it in third person limited, where it's just following his perspective. Uh, but they also cut away before he goes into the uh, the dream or the the hallucination. They always they cut away to the other character. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And like it's not a big thing. It's a nitpick, <coughs> honestly. But um, I was like, that stuck with me. I'm like, mm, didn't quite execute that one all the way. And like the message, I get the message they're trying to say is that like social media like lets you present a unrealistic version of yourself and like, you know, mm-hmm. be happy with who you are. Don't judge yourself by that standards, but they really didn't like do anything to hammer home that message. No. Yeah. Um, so it's like, why even bother? I guess. I don't know. It was, it, it was, it's treading was the like, line. It's almost, um, I, I was born in the wrong generation. I the closest they ever got to it was like, was like, I like your freckles. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. And but it did, it did seem kind of odd for her to be like, I've always wanted to be a cat. Mm, okay. The, the fucking furry tags popping up. I don't know. I, yeah. I could In see. the social media flurry. I could see my girlfriend wanting to be a cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that, let's see. Yeah, I think we've talked about... Which ones are we missing? Yeah. So some of them are all right. Jake's frozen again. Um, and a very I need to print screen, screen that screen chat yeah. it. Or get my snipping tool up real quick here. Um, I would say, you know, the fact that we took Ugh. as long talking about the entire series as one episode of the series, um says <clears throat> and yet we have not had anything awful <clears throat> to say about it. I think kind of firmly cements this. As like, uh, it's like yeah, it's like filler. It's fine for what it is. Like, Consume. there's some interesting animation. Um, yeah, I think some of the episodes are pretty good. I think other episodes are kind of mid, and I think some of the episodes are pretty bad. Um, but it's literally two hours of programming. <laughs> Less if yeah. you skip the intro and the credits. So <laughs> I can't say it's a big waste of your time to watch this because it's only two hours. And of that two hours, at least 45 minutes of it is pretty good. So I can give this a tepid recommendation, especially yeah. if you're a fan of the boys. Um, or if you like different kinds of animation styles, too. If you, least, if you yeah, find if yourself liking Vision. Like, you binged series. all of Love, Death, and Robots, and you're like, yeah, I need yeah. something. I need another. You're an anthology hit. junkie. This is, yeah, this is I, a good one for you. I, I'm liking anthology series. I hope there's more in the future. It, it's, oh. but, I think it's a good move for for production studios, too, because you know, they're always like fucking ravenous for new creators. Yeah. Yeah, they... And it's a good way to, like, just kind of, like, you know, maybe you don't have an idea that can stand on its own legs for, for very long. Just kind of throw it in an anthology. I, yeah, yeah. A lot of the times anthology series come out pretty well, uh, going all the way back to the first one I ever remember, which is The Animatrix. Um, mm-hmm. that, was a, that was a very popular thing while people were waiting for The Matrix sequels, which uh, punched us all <laughs> in the fucking gut. <laughs> 
Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So like I, like I said, I give this a tepid recommendation. I can I can say, if you only want to watch a little bit, I go for I'm Your Pusher, which is the third episode, uh, the finale, or and the one right before the finale, which is the John and uh, what's Sun, the Sun He. Sun yeah. He. Um, those are, are probably the three <coughs> best, in my opinion. Um, if you only watch three, watch those watch three. One. Yeah, you can watch the poop one. You can watch poop the, one for for a good laugh. The Rick and Morty cross boys. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're a fan of Rick and Morty and Justin Roiland, that that is some good stuff. It's got yeah, classic Rick and Morty deaths. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Awful the slow chokers. <laughs> that's yeah. great. But that that's like another one where like there's no one to really root for in that one. <laughs> like everyone's kind of <laughs> shitty in that. <laughs> I root I root for the kids, the abandoned kids. They want to get their justice. They want to kill their parents. Now, I mean, killing their parents that's a big step. That's a big leap from just abandoning them, but you know. Mm-hmm. Oh well. And then they died. <laughs> and then they all died. Yeah, yeah. They all got laser beamed really to death by Homelander. Um, spoiler. <laughs> Gasp. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's all I have to say about this. this yep. Was a yeah. Nice, uh, night, nice and tight episode for you. I know <laughs> y'all fucking surprises me. Y'all, y'all were, y'all were worried when it was 15 minutes before we even talked about a trailer. <laughs> but turns out when there's only a few trailers and you only watch two hours worth of content. And <laughs> hey, we make it work. You can get it out in a tight, tight 95. So that's what we did here. Um, yep. And thanks for everyone for tuning in. Uh, once again, this is Saturn Studs Podcast, available on Podcatcher of Choice. Check out SaturnStuds.com for all our other media projects or our live stream, Twitch TV backslash Saturn Studs or Twitter at Studs Saturn, uh, Iron Blood Gaming, um, all that. All that fun stuff. Uh, old episode archives also up there. Short bios about us. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for episode 307. We'll see you again next week for 308. And uh, we had some idea. What were we going to watch? We're going to do Sonic. Sonic. That's the one. Oh, yeah. yeah um, so Sonic we're, we're not going to do this on Thursday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Sunday. <laughs> we always oh, it'll come out on Sunday. Sunday. Live this on is Sunday. a live show. <laughs> I am currently alive while we're doing the show. Live um, and live, right in your ears. But we're this has never Sonic. been taped. Yes, we're we're watching Sonic too. Uh, we're excited about that. Gonna that one's probably gonna be a lot longer than <laughs> this one because I imagine we'll have plenty to say about Sonic too. <laughs> Uh, but until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>